0: Come on in, everybody, this is Janetta and they did not get the memo. Well, uh, this, this month's almost half over, isn't it? <laughs> um, it's getting closer and closer to being summer. Uh, I heard on the news today that they are making it, well, not making it easier, but a food assistance. You know, the food bank I worked for, I volunteered to um, uh, pack food for the food bank. And they put it on the big trucks and take it to the places where they distributed it at. And there were bins and bins of fruits and vegetables and all kinds of goodies for people to eat. And um, I volunteered for that, and that showed up on the news today saying that I believe their point was that there is food for people to get from the, from the food banks. Um, they were showing pictures of them bagging up. What was that they were bagging up? Anyway, it was some type of fruit. I couldn't really tell. But I remember my days sitting there. I I wanted to do my part, and I did. And um, I've been invited back to uh, prepare food for those that are without. And every day, you know, at the end of our shift, because they have, like, morning shifts, afternoon shifts, and then evening shifts, and we would be, like, they would tell us, like, you you fed from your work today, you fed 79 families or 100 families or 300 families by the work that we put in to, for, to package the food to take to the distribution, distribution centers. So they were not complaining about a shortage of food. The food is there, Um, I guess, for those that want it. um, Let's see. I apologize for all the ums that I'm saying in this podcast. (laughs) Anyway, uh, there was also a coverage on this lady that had COVID, and there is an after effect of having covid not only surviving it, but some people are left with little uh medical ticks. I think this woman uh constantly had to in uh put up to her nose something to smell I guess to keep the nausea down. I don't know what her problem was, but it was. Like you've heard people that said they've had COVID that came away with um, illnesses after being treated and survived with illnesses that are just um, the way they describe it. They're going to be stuck with this for the rest of their life. And I'm sorry to hear that. But here's the thing. I had an immune uh, immune. Deficiency uh problem because I was taking chemotherapy. Okay. Now uh they told us to wear your mask, wash your hands often, and get your vaccinations and not to be in crowded areas, not to, well, here's the thing. Um, getting back to me, I got all three of my shots. I did what they told me to do, stay away from people. I took my medicine, which stripped me of any way for my body to fight off an infection. So knowing that, I decided to do the right thing and not go to anywhere other than places I had to go, and that is to uh, pay my rent and get food for groceries. I'm saying all that to say this, I did not get sick with COVID. And I, see your immune system protects your body from infections. And once they compromise your immune system or your immune system has been compromised, your body's ability to fight off infections is down to slim and none and you make a better death candidate than a survival candidate. Well, here's the thing. I did what they told me. I never caught COVID and I'm here today to tell you I still haven't caught COVID. Thank God. But the reason why that is is because I listened to them and I did what they told me to do. I stayed out of crowds. I didn't run to a party. I didn't have a lot of strange people around me that I didn't know their health. Um, Basically, uh, I lived in a controlled environment. I also bought an air purifier so that when I did come home, whatever was outside, wasn't what I had to suffer with inside my unit. Uh, washed my hands every time, often. So I think that helped me, the one with the least amount of uh, ability to fight off an infection from keeping to, from keeping, uh, from getting COVID. So, I know it's not going to make me too popular. If they tell you what to do, why won't you do it? It's apparent that a lot of people did not believe that uh, that w- what the, uh, the doctors were telling them. A lot of people didn't believe it. Apparently, because there were people going to parties, going to parks, going to concerts, doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, even going into the movie theater. My girlfriend, I think she said her daughter went into the movie theater with three other people, and one of them caught COVID. I mean, you know, you can. <laughs> they say. And I'm not calling anybody a fool. I'm just saying they got a s- statement. When you've been told what to do, what the dangers are, all the I's have been dotted, all the T's have been crossed in informing you how not to catch something, and you go and uh, do it anyway uh, out of, I guess, non-belief, oh, I wouldn't feel sorry for you. You know, because of Lagos, I'm going to have this thing for the rest of my life. Well, apparently you didn't hear them when they told you to stay home. Shelter in place. Apparently you didn't hear them when they told you your immediate family is the ones you should be around. Not strange people. Not people that's not in your immediate social group. Because the health of a uh a group of people um, seem somehow or another to, how do I put it? Okay, say you live in a house with five people and you guys eat together, sleep together, work together. Now, if you added a sixth person, you don't know what their health habits are. You don't know where they have been if they've contacted the the virus, that's what I'm talking about. And that's what they wanted us to do, to survive and not even catch COVID. Now, it's been... Sorry about the background noise. Um, That was a medical call. Um, But... The point is, if they give you, and I thought it was flimsy, wash your hands off and wear a mask and practice social distancing and get a vaccination. But um, it was, uh, I thought it was flimsy, but it worked for me and they didn't know what else to tell us. What they could have done was to shut our country's borders down, but that's another subject and I don't uh, want to open up that can of worms. We're talking right now about the lady on the news is saying she has a medical condition Um that she's going to have for the rest of her life. And she was complaining because COVID was the culprit. But what was her behavior for her to catch COVID? Mm Mm-hmm. I'll wait. Anyway, you can't blame COVID if you're doing everything in the book to catch it. Anyway, listen, I'm going to let that go because I know this ain't making me popular at all. The truth never makes anyone popular. Um, I'm not trying to um, blow smoke up people's behinds, sugarcoat it. When the rubber hits the road, I try to say it gently so it's not too get anybody feelings hurt or mad it's just a podcast you don't have to agree with everything i say you know it would really be nice if i had feedback you know you could call in and we have a conversation about these things that would be gorgeous i'd love that but apparently um the people who i podcast with hasn't given me that ability yet I haven't earned it yet. This podcast is going on three years. Oh, here it is. This is the story I was talking about before. Learning about long COVID. Um, there's a three-part special to air this week out here in California that is tell, talking to people about the long-term effects after reeling back from being affected by COVID. So, um I, I my heart goes out to them. But yeah, let's see long systems, blood card clotting, heart problems, stroke, diabetes. Oh wow. They blame all this stuff on COVID. Learning about long COVID. So I guess that's long term co covid anti-inflammatory diet is what they're going to have people look maybe because I was going to cancer treatment my diet was anti-inflammatory i was trying to eat anything that was non alkaline drink alkaline i mean alkaline i drank alkaline water um i googled what foods should I be eating with the cancer that I had that are like the alkaline water? And it gave me all the stuff that I wasn't eating. I was, wasn't drinking milk. I was drinking soy milk for years. I'd stopped drinking dairy milk. Um, uh, uh, cucumbers. I didn't eat Eggs. You know, um, I'm not crazy about them. (laughs) And uh, uh, a lot of stuff I did naturally. I ate lots of watermelon. I love watermelon. That's, you know, don't underestimate watermelon. Watermelon is a high fiber. It has water. It's 90% water like our bodies. And um, it tastes good. (laughs) It's a win, win, win with watermelon. But if you try to make a meal out of it, it'll be the worst diarrhea you ever had. <laughs> I know from experience, because I said, I'm not eating food no more. I'm just going to eat watermelon. This is when I was a young woman, and um, a younger woman, rather. And um, I set out to be a vegetarian on watermelon. <laughs> now, no knowledge. You know, that's what happens with, with lack of knowledge. get these ideas in your head to do certain things, and it can't be good for you repetitively, repeating repeating those things. It'll only cause you more problems. (laughs) And anyway, what I'm trying to say is that I try to be uh, mindful of what I ate. And if they're talking about an anti-inflammatory diet, well, people should be doing that anyway, you know, not eating everything that comes down the pike. Because I got to tell you, when you start getting older and your metabolism starts slowing down and your body takes longer to heal, you're going to wish you had not been eating like that because all you have is aches and pains and miseries. It's just no fun. So you have to make a U-turn on how you're eating and find the things that you enjoy to eat that Falls in that category of anti-inflammatory. And you'll be glad you did. Your body will be happier too. Um, I do probiotics. Uh, I've even, you know, I never was a rice eater. But have you tried a cauliflower rice? That's much more healthier than all that carbohydrates. Especially if you're a diabetic. Because rice is a car- carbohydrate, uh, you know, sugar. Uh, rice, corn on a cob, all those things have sugar in them. Even uh, And if you're diabetic, you shouldn't be eating that. And it's, it's amazing how they have turned a healthy vegetable into a, a, a rice. It really tastes good. And I'm not a rice eater. I'm a potato kind of girl. I love my potatoes. You make some potatoes with some... Sorry about that background noise. Listen, I'm going to play you some music, and I'm going to go ahead on and end this. Because apparently today is not my good day for making a podcast. Mr. David T. Walker on the guitar, Mr. Sonny Phillips on organ, Mr. Pancho Morales on cunga. Mr. Lou Donaldson on alto. Mr. Virgil Jones on trumpet. My little brother, Bill Bivens on tenor. Now we're just gonna groove. tighten up by <laughs> who makes hold on that was Archie Bell and the drills playing the instrumental tighten up okay I said enough for one day took me all day to produce my show uh, I am convalescing so I love you and ain't nothing you could do about it and I'll talk to you tomorrow